comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always, he is the two-time co-host of the year. That's right. He lost the title. It was it was a house show. Uh, and then he won it back. Uh, the following night. So it was a very, very quick um, breather. It, it, it was time off to, to recover from a migraine. Uh, say heal, heal an injury. Healing an injury. The co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. You know, uh, hello. Uh, you know, I would not mind that if any time you have a different guest on, like let's say, you know, uh, you have Chad on for, for something that, uh, I technically I lose the belt then, and then I regain it the next time I'm on, and then we we could just keep trying. Like it, it'll be like the two time, the three time, the four time. You know, we could just keep going up. So I'm I'm fine with that. You you could be a 17 time world heavyweight podcast champion. Do you think you've had 17 separate guests on? Yes. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. Early on, that's what I. There were times where I had three or four people on at one time. Oh, it was a wicked four way, and we all had fun. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm sure you did. You know, they, hopefully they, they they did they, too. They did too. Mm, sure. Yeah. 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 Hey, can I tell you a story? Because yes. I, I have a I have a story with a uh, not great ending. I think Uh-oh. you have a better story. So we'll start the bad story off first. Okay, so I guess we can only go up from here. Exactly, exactly. That's what you yeah, you always have bad news first, right? Because then you end on a positive bad news, then good news, right? So Thursday. Uh obviously, okay, you know it's been like 90 plus degrees, except for right now outside, it's actually pretty nice. Uh mellow. Yeah, it's like nine 90 plus degrees usually outside. So obviously we had the AC going downstairs for a while. Uh, and we have window ACs up here. At least I've had my window AC up since honestly, like early April. Mm-hmm. And Nolan has one in his room, except it was sitting in his closet. Because I and I kept asking him, like Nolan, do you want me to put your AC in? Oh no, I'm fine. And then you know, and then also it'd be ninety degrees. And I, I don't like for me. I was like, man, it gets hot up here if it's not enough. Right, I don't have right. Going warm air and, rises, Mike. Warm yeah. air rises. Yes, that's true. And I even asked him Thursday, I said, hey, do you want me to put the AC in? He goes, no, I'm fine. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and put it in. So I go and I grab the AC from, you know, I open up the window, grab the AC from the closet, and I only have to take it a foot, carry it a foot, put it in the window. As I'm putting it in the window, I realized that his laptop is on the ground. The way I realized it is I lightly s- tap it with my foot lightly. Right. And I like, I feel it like, Oh, okay. I avoid it. Put, put the window AC and 
turn it okay you know it works fine and then i'm like there's no way i could have done damage to this laptop like i've i've dropped my phone so it should be fine i open up the laptop oh no it is big time cracked big big time cracked now positive thing about it is for graduation he actually ended up getting two laptops because his grandma on his mom's side got, got him a, a laptop. So, but now I am, because I have to fix, because it was, it was my fault. I have to figure out, do I want to try to replace the screen myself or pay somebody else to do it? Because I've looked at like Geek Squad and stuff and I can't get like a straight answer of how much it's going to be because I've heard I mean, I've heard horror stories like, oh, it might be $350. It's like the laptop is only like 150 more than that, you know? So, but yeah, I, and I told him about it. I looked upstairs. I was like, oh, dude, this sucks. I'm sorry. And uh, he's like, oh, it's probably not that bad. I was like, no, it's bad. It's bad. I, I, I looked at it and sure enough, like I said, it's, it's cracked. So, but yeah. So lesson That's learned, I guess. Always look out for laptops. That's a real bummer, Mike. Yes. Very sorry. Lays, to hear that. lays our hopes up. Tell us something good. Facebook reminder, you know, memories. I think Facebook memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last night, the night we should have been recording for all intents and purposes, but it, it got like 930. I was like, oh, I'm going to read issue two of Grimm, which I did is tremendous. Uh, and then and I'm like, ah, you know, well, let's give it 24 hours and try to come up with some more topics, which we did. In fact, we compiled them 10 minutes ago, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but Facebook memories yesterday reminded me that 11 years ago, yesterday, June 17th, 2022 at 10 ish something at night. So probably on a Thursday, I didn't go back and look uh, my wife and I, yes, wife, meaning that she wasn't trying to impress me. She wasn't, you know, trying to make me, she didn't have to, she already had the ring in the house at that point and, and two dogs, but my wife and I went to the midnight showing of green lantern. Yes. Yes. And uh, we're still and together. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, and, and uh, I because I didn't look at the time. And in fact, I'll tell you right now, I didn't even look at the date of it when you. I think you either sent it to me or put it on Facebook. I can't remember. I sent it to you, buddy. Yeah, and I didn't look at that date. That said, eleven years. Ago. I just I thought you guys had actually went and just like went to the movies or whatever. I think it was in like in Mount Vernon or something like that, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. When I was we like, oh, maybe they Salem. just. Yeah, maybe they just took a day trip out there. Oh, that's cool. I probably you should know. probably pay more attention. Um, but also now okay. Knowing that's 11 years ago today and 10 o'clock and everything at that 10 o'clock at that time, that was probably like, like a 2 a.m. for you guys, really. It, it like was, it, it was, I'm t- it was the old age awake? equivalent. Yeah. Uh, how did you, how did you guys stay awake? In my defense, it, not, I, because I was, of the, not because of the excitement of the movie. We know that. In my defense, Mike, I was still in my twenties. It's a, it was a different, it was a lifetime ago. Oh, okay. Okay. I used to there. Were, I I don't know if we've talked about this, but in like that period from moving to Salem in the mm-hmm. middle of 2007 to meeting my wife in, you know, like April of 2008, 
like my buddy, uh, shout out to Brody, who I don't think listens. Uh, he used to come over to my apartment with, uh, and we would play video games like, but we would start because I didn't have to be at the radio station until like 1230, 1245 in the afternoon. Right. We would start playing when our other friends of ours got off work at 10 we'd play Halo like multiplayer and we would play till like four in the morning. I, yeah. Now, at what age did you become 60? <laughs> uh, this is a very good question. Probably <laughs> about 30. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. Like I, you know, clearly 11 years ago, I was still 29, had right, not right. quite crossed the, that, that 30 or actually do the math here. Yeah. No, yeah, we'll go 29. I, I would have turned 29 a oh. couple of weeks after watching Greenlander. So I was only 28. So yeah, I feel like the, the switch flipped around age 30, like to, to put it in perspective, 2000. 12, 13, something like that. And I think I've told this story before. Uh, someone from out of town was coming down to get together with a, like an entire group of friends. And I, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in my house waiting for the call to say, Hey, you know, I was designated driving and I was waiting for that call of like, Hey, we're, we're all ready whenever you are to come get us. And I'm ready at six, six 30. And then my, my wife, who's also ready, she reaches out to, to one of the, her girlfriends and they're like, oh, well, we thought we'd be leaving at like 930. And I was like, oh, I kind of figured I'd be home by 10. So <laughs> that's I remember you telling that story. <laughs> and that's why I knew you were 60 years old, because yeah. like you said that you, you were in your 30s at that time. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I I mean, yeah, there's I'm not, I like I said before, I don't, you know, go out to the bars now or anything like that. Um, but. It went, at the time when I was, yeah, it wasn't like six o'clock. You're going out. It's like nine. We'll start heading out. You know. I see. You also got to remember though. I'm the guy who whose bachelor party, mm-hmm. like for all, and it was supposed to be like six o'clock. It was at a bowling alley, and it was supposed right. to be me and my friends and and some pitchers of beer. And next thing I know, my my buddies are feeding me shots. And, and they're I supposed would, to, yeah. Well, I that wasn't my plan. No. <laughs> my plan was a couple pitchers of beer, a couple, a uh, couple games on the lanes, and uh, and be out by nine. I'm I don't think I was conscious much later than nine, but not for <laughs> so, like oh, see? willfully going to sleep. It was like I'm pretty yeah. sure by the time I had to call my wife or soon to be wife and say, uh, I'm not gonna be able to drive home. <laughs> Uh, it was maybe only like seven thirty. Well, see, see like so you got home reasonable amount of time, you know. Threw all up, well, damn, yeah, shit yeah. Myself, you lost, you lost some weight, right? Yeah, you you're getting ready for the wedding. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, she, she's like, you're not coming to bed without a shower, but I couldn't stand, so she's like holding me through, like around the shower curtain, holding me up. God. So I could just rinse. The, it, it was it was a bad night. God bless you. she. She still married me. God bless her. Yeah. Well, I, I, hey, it's, it's a bachelor party. So what? What? Yeah. In your opinion? Yes. It, and I, I ask you this just because we've talked about both evenings mm-hmm. now. What right, was right. the What was the tougher night for her? Dealing with me on my bachelor party night, or going to watch Green Lantern? <laughs> that's, that's a tough one, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. 
Now, did she have a crazy bachelorette party? Uh, yeah, she doesn't, no. can, she doesn't listen. So you can, you can talk about it. We we got super, super pissed about her bachelorette party because oh. we had a party bus rented mm-hmm. uh, and to help, you know, like it, it's hey, come on out. Come come do. The, we'll do all the driving and and, you know, bring your bring your own alcohol and we'll do all the right. All things like that. So she invited like 20, 25 girls and right. like seven showed up. Oh, so guess who got to pay for the party bus? They did. Yeah. That's understandable. I did. No. I did. I paid. Well, that, that definitely sucks. Um, but I, I, in, in its money saving effort, I also DJed her bachelorette party on the party bus with the only rule being I wasn't allowed to go into any of the bars. Okay. Which like, I don't, I wouldn't do that on a, like a normal DJ run. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, she's like, you're not coming into the bar bars. That's, that's not happening. And the driver yeah. was super cool. He's like, I'm not going to let him off the bus. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that's it. Okay. Okay. Well, it was, it was, right. it was low key. And, but, uh, yeah, hers, hers was good. Yeah. Hers was, hers was, fun. yours is better. Um, should we, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, speaking of comics, not that we were, but now we are. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to let you talk about briefly about Grimm too, but before that, got a question. So, first of all, I finished the Moon Knight that I got, uh, the one written by Jeff Lemire. I finished that recently. Then I went downstairs to the old uh, comic book shelf and flipping through the comic books that I have left. And I'll tell you right now, first of all, there's the red pile is much bigger than the unread pile, but I still have some left. So I'm going to see which I have three choices for you. Okay. Which one I start on. Okay. I have Daredevil, the man without fear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that, have, is that one of mine or is that one you bought? No, one of mine. Okay. I was gonna um, which I mean, it'll, I'm going to send it to you once I'm done. Oh, yeah. Cause I got so much time to read. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of I'll, like I, my, our, the red pile is stuff that is mine that I read and stuff that was yours that I read. And I'm just sending it off and we're, we'll we're never going to keep it all. That's right. Um, then uh, next one I have from the new 52 Batman, um, Court of Night Owls. of Owls, the Court of the Owls. Is that volume What's one? Or? Uh, that's a good question. You can Probably see on the spine. Oh, not, of, not of the owls. It just says. On the spine, it'll uh, tell you what volume it is. It does not, though. It just says Batman, Night of the Owls, Scott Snyder, Greg Capulia. See? Huh. Interesting. Uh, I'm kind of looking through, see if it says anything. On the back, it anyway, would tell so you. One. It would tell you on the first pay, like which um, uh, which issues it collects. Uh, that's yeah. That's all. That's all I was looking for. It's the uh, first anyway, major crossover storyline. Don't want dead air. So oh, the other sure one, we do. No, the other one is uh, Captain Marvel, Earth's Mightiest Hero. Which I haven't read a Captain Marvel, over, so that's why I picked it. So, which mm. one are you thinking? Hmm. Hmm. 
Go ahead and do Captain Marvel. Okay, I'll do the Captain Marvel. And that's and that's that's good because it's it's a much thinner one, you know. And we got Ms. Marvel out now, so they go together, I guess. So a good way, uh, you know, like like I was always taught, you know, taught growing up is ladies first. That's true. That's true. So I believe in equality. So I go first. Do you though? No, nah, not really. The volume, by the way, Night of the Owls <laughs> collects the following issues. Batman 8 through 11, Nightwing 8 and 9, All-Star Western number 9, Catwoman 9, Batgirl 9, Batman Dark Knight 9, Batman and Robin 9, Birds of Prey 9, Red Hood and the Outlaws 9. All right. That sounds complicated, but I'll still get it after, after Captain Marvel. Uh, so you read, you got Grim 2. I did. Grim issue 2. What are your thoughts? Well, I, no, I told you it had a pretty intense beginning and end, and the middle was. I, I don't want to like dismiss it and say, "Oh, it was there," but it it didn't. A little bit of exposition, because I mean, mm-hmm. you've got to have that. Uh, there's still there's still a big mystery around uh, around our hero, our heroine, uh, I suppose. Right. Um, the and I don't think this is a spoiler. So I apologize, Stephanie Phillips, for listening no, to this. Um, the big mystery, if you recall, at the end of issue one, uh, she like interacted with living people, right? And she's like, I'm not, not supposed to be doing that. I, I'm the only one who's supposed to be able to interact with the living is is actual death, you know, right? Uh, like the Grim Reaper. Uh, so. She's like, I'm the only, and she's talking with other Grimms, and she says, I'm, I'm the only one who's interacted with the living, and I'm the only one who, I, I don't know how I died. So that's where we're getting to is, I think that, that you know, the, not say like the climactic reveal, it, it, but there will be a point where she finds out how she died, and I think it will be a, a, a seminal foundational point in the character's arc. So, okay. I don't nice. know. I don't, and I'll, I'll be okay if they prolong it and don't give it to us in issue three. Cool. Right, perfect. Yeah. That's the one I'm definitely going to pick up at some point in time. They had uh, a couple variant covers, including okay. like a, a super glossy one. I almost grabbed, but I just went with boring old class room number two. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So quite all right. Um, all right. Moving on. Moving I... right along. Du, 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 du. <laughs> this could become a habit. Opportunity knocks. It. Let's reach out and grab it. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving right along. With that happy Waiting for um, the good time is uh, music. Uh, unfortunately, Tim Sales has passed away. Yeah, Tim, Tim Sale. Uh, most notably, at least it, it, probably my collection, the artist for Batman Long Halloween. Yes. Um, and I I don't say that dismissively of, of all of his other works. Uh, I just know that that's the one that, you know, like when he passed, it was acclaimed artist, blah, blah, blah. But one of the first works that is recognized is, is Long Halloween. So. Yeah. I, along with Tim Sales, and I, 
we've had a couple other people that have passed away. Comic book writers. Uh, well, well day, Neil Adams not too long ago. Neil Adams. That's who I was thinking of. Um, and uh, I feel like there was another one. Like it, it, it was. Oh, um, oh, uh, George Perez. Yes. 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 I, I'm kicking. My, I would. I would have kicked my own ass if I would have forgot that. So yeah, it's I, it's. You know, they say bad things happen in threes. Okay, so that's we've we've had our three. That's enough. Um, I'm wonder what is the and I don't know if we, I don't I don't know if you have an answer for this or not. What is the the new like young comic book writers out there besides Stephanie Phillips, of course? New young comic writers, someone who's up and coming, up and coming, or already kind of had had their moment. Either or, I don't know. Because I don't think Scott Snyder's terribly old. That's yeah, you know. Uh, and he did. He and and Greg Capullo did some epic Batman work. Yeah, uh, I think I think they did like uh, Batman Night of Owls or something like that. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Just off uh, the top of my head, they did know? so much more. Um, yeah, the new up and coming. You know what? I would. I. I. I'm. I probably will uh, not get a response from this, but I. I would love to ask uh, Stephanie Phillips on Twitter or anybody really what they think. It's like who are the new up and coming writers or artists? Like who are the artists to look out for? Who are the writers to look out for? I think as important of a question as it is, because I think it might yield some similar. Uh, results or similar answers is like you ask a, a Stephanie Phillips or another, you know, like a, a Mark Wade or, you know, a respected writer in, in that vein is who are you reading right now? Yeah. You know, and because, because they, they may go some of those more legacy names, you know, Brian Michael Bendis uh, right. or, or they might have somebody that's again on the way up and, and as of yet undiscovered. Yeah. I will see if I remember to do that. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I'm just Um, because I have a a stack here of comics and I'm just looking to see if there's new and and up and coming up and coming. So let's see here. Uh, Marv Wolfman. There's nothing new there. No offense, Marv. Um, uh, I don't think Kieran Gillen's, you know, new and and up and coming, but I did enjoy once in future volume one. Um, I know this is riveting stuff, but I also don't care. This is is my show. Well, I guess I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our show. Nobody listens anyway. Um, Well, you can't say that. And no, I'm sorry. I listen. Um, I, uh, I still like Colin Bunn stuff. You know, he's got a unique take on things. Yeah. And I I wonder if like, I don't know if like the up and coming survival, because maybe you have to, I'm sure you have to be established for a while before anybody even hears of you. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what, Scotty Young is a name that everybody knows his art. Like he has a very mm-hmm. recognizable style, but maybe not as many people know the tremendous writing that he does. So that's why, you know, you and I both really enjoy middle West. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and that's his stuff. Um, again, Kieran Gillen, who is just shining. Uh, between die and and uh, once in future, uh, you so know we got, I, we got a couple. We got some lo- looking out for. Yeah, yeah, we got good. some. Yeah, 
you always because you, you of course you're always going to have the old dogs right and then but you always got yeah you got to have the little young pups to look out for too and it, it really helps and i don't i don't know what it is like on on the inside of the business um but you certainly hope that the old dogs are helping not the young pups you know what i mean oh yeah I, I, absolutely let's hope so i don't know if i told you this but i did finish reading uh, the Justice Society of America book oh, yeah. that I had been working on for that's a, that's a long a time. Boy. You said you enjoyed it. I did. I did. I, again, it was. It was not one. It wasn't like a night of owls where it's one story all encompassed. In, mm-hmm. in, it's a bunch of shorter stories uh, inside. Right, right. And that was fine. I, I, that was perfectly fine for me and my needs. So oh, I, yeah. I, I dug it. All right, let's move on here. Uh, it, I'll just go down my list. Uh, Thunderbolts is apparently they're they're having a movie made. At least they have now have a director. Who's the director, is, Mike? The director is Jake Schreier or Shire. I think that's his name. Sure, I had it pulled up. Yep, Jake Jake Schreier. As director, which he did, he's done a couple uh, actually music videos, which I didn't even know they made those anymore. It's weird. They're all on YouTube now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It says he, this is from Deadline. He cut his teeth directing classic Kanye West and Kendrick Lamar music videos, broke onto the scene with his 2013 Sundance, Darling, Robot, and Frank. He also directed 2015's Paper Towns, recently rest production on uh, Netflix series Beef, and mm. he directed episodes of Dave. So, don't know Dave. Now, do you know much about Thunderbolts? I read some Thunderbolts back in the day when they were newer. Um, it was headed up at the time by Baron Zemo. Um, it was, I don't want to say it was like Suicide Squad esque because I don't think that they were ever coerced with the form of a, a bomb implanted in the base of their right. school. Um, but it was, you know, it, it was a kind of like that black ops off the books, you know, your um, black op. Did I say that already? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Squad where, like, dare I say, it had based on the trailer that we got last week for Black Adam. It's like you know, like Captain America is not going to go around killing, or at least you know. Outside right. of like the outside of the area of World War II that we see, yeah, it, you know, yeah. like that. Um, but you know, like these guys don't have that that compunction to not kill. They, they're like, you send us out there, yeah. we're going to put some people down. Right, of course, of course. Yeah, it's 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 the a villain supergroup essentially. Yeah. Um. I, I like I said, I did read a few trades back in the day that I borrowed, never bought. Um. It it, it was more of an intrigue and less of a, um. Oh, interest. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I, I was curious about it, but not mm-hmm. enough to, you know, uh, put put dollars down. I'm actually surprised they're doing a movie and not like a little mini series. Do you think it's because they're building the team in the background? Like we have Zemo somewhere. We have right. U.S. Agent. You know, we have this right. this band of rejects that that. Um, the the not the Baron Countess or whatever is, is yeah. putting together. I feel like maybe that's why they're they're gonna be 
all going to be faces and, and people that you recognize, but now you're like, Oh damn. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And well, and that's why I thought it was going to be a, a series just because all the people that you talked about are coming up from series, but right. Obviously they want, you know, get more people to the movies, I guess, who knows? But yeah, I, I, cause I've heard different rumors about who's going to be in there and stuff. And as of right now, I don't, I don't know what's going on with it. I said, I just know they have a director. That's it. Uh, I don't know if, when filming is going to start or anything. I, I'm not expecting anything until 2023 or four, honestly. You know. Well, while we're talking about things in the works, mm-hmm. Wonder Man, and this is straight from the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Wonder Man's the latest Marvel superhero to get the green treatment. Uh, Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, who is the filmmaker behind Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, has teamed up with Andrew Guest to tackle a live-action series featuring the longtime Marvel character. Now, Mike, you should know the name Andrew Guest. I should. He's a writer and producer on comedies such as Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Community. Okay. Hell yeah. And he's going to be the head writer of the series, while Cretton will exec produce and perhaps direct an episode or more. Um, the Wonder Man that we have now, uh, or, or uh, that most people are familiar with, comes to us from the 80s uh, iteration of the character, who was a founding member of the LA-based West Coast Avengers. Uh, he has kind of like that smarmy, Hollywood LA uh, look to him uh, because uh, he's a little bit of a celebrity. He's an actor and a stuntman known as Simon Williams. So do you know who fans want to see portray this character? They, the, the same person that they want to portray just about every uh, character at some point in time. Uh, that's and I I I understand. Uh, that's one Nathan James Fillion. Absolutely, hmm. and I think it'd be great because I I love Nathan Fillion and I have for a long time. You know, hmm. um, but I think we can all agree that his uh, star sh- shines the best in like a particular like subset like. I could show my parents a picture of Robert Redford or Brad Pitt or uh, George Clooney. They know if I show them a picture of Nathan Fillion, they they like have no idea who that is. So I feel like, you know, he works for a specific uh, audience that would be very comfortable in like that Wonder Man world, you know, and especially if Wonder Man's got that celebrity status and maybe he's a bit of a veteran actor. And I don't say this, you know, to, to, knock age or any ageism but i feel like Fillion's probably on on the back nine of his career um, yeah. especially in more like action type roles then i think this might be the perfect situation for him uh and, and this might be one where i hate to say the internet gets it right yeah and, and there was actually i think he actually technically played wonder man sort of already there was something in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 where it was either a deleted scene or a storyboard where they had Simon, they had Nathan Fillion as like Simon Williams 
star in, in the, like movies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it was Ooh, made, so that like, never canon. shown or yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One as mm-hmm. an alien. And I think he correct me if I'm wrong. Was he the alien that Groot lobotomized? Yeah. Yep, that's yep. That's what I thought. But they did so much distortion to his voice, you couldn't really tell. No, of course not. No. All right. We only have a couple more things to discuss here. There's actually one that I did not tell you about, but I'm, I'm going to spring it on you now. Um, YouTube mates, which we don't really do YouTube videos anymore, but Shh, I sort of myself from the group. Yeah. No, oh, well, okay. That's all right. Um, but you can, you can answer this. Uh, okay. Uh, it's one of the one of the mates had uh, a question and it he's kind of going to take, you know, everybody's suggestions and kind of do a video on it. What it will, in your opinion, what is an overrated or underrated movie or TV show? Ooh. I'm trying to think of an underrated show. Yeah. That like. I like that I'm the, you know, the only one, like the only one. And like, I know we joke on this show about letter Kenny um, because I enjoy the show and, and you've watched it. You've given it a chance and uh, found that it wasn't necessarily for you, but I do know a lot of people who, who enjoy letter Kenny. You know, what's so funny is I put letter Kenny is overrated. I know you would. <laughs> that was my, I was thinking about, it, I was like, okay, what is, you know, and yeah, and I put it. I um, somebody else put the office as overrated, and they said they don't particularly like either, either version. And then I put Letter Kenny as overrated. So I was I I, I, I didn't I wasn't bringing this question up to tell you that, but I was just curious of what you did. Did you, you, you get you any? Put, did you, you get any feedback? Underrated. Say, I'm sorry. Oh, feedback. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I said I think I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, and then I put uh, you know Letter Kenny overrated. And the guy's like, don't worry, I'll keep you anonymous or something like that. And somebody was asking me about it and like why I didn't like it or why I thought it was overrated. And I, and I said the same thing I told you before, which I don't, it just doesn't seem funny to me to do the same joke over and over and over again. You know, that's, that's good in a bonus feature of, you know, Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen movie. Um, but Mike, to be fair, never mind. I guess you didn't get that far into the show. No, no, not because that was somebody <laughs> else. Somebody else asked me. Um, they're like, I think it's gone on like seven seasons or something like that. And, you know, more maybe you know changed up or like something. Like, have you watched them all? I'm like, no, of course I haven't watched them all. Like I said, I made it like three or four episodes, and then I was like, okay, the same for me. But you, so are you saying you would, you would put because I'll put yours in there. You're saying Letter Kenny is un, underrated. I don't. I think maybe it's that's a, just a pro, I think I think it's properly rated. Okay. Okay. And the reason I say it is because I enjoy it. I know it's not for everyone. Okay. Uh, you know, and uh, so it's like, eh, eh, you, you get it or you don't. You know. Tell you what, whenever when you think of an overrated or underrated, you message me. I have an overrated. Okay. What's an overrated? Okay. I'm going to get so much crap for this. That's okay. Maybe not from you, but from others, okay. from the general okay. Seinfeld. Okay. That's that understandable. Yeah. I, I never, I never got it. You know, like a show about nothing. I don't, I don't need a show about nothing. 
I want I want the show to go someplace. You know, hell, okay. even how I met your mother eventually got there. Yes, yeah. Eventually, the mother was met, and then you know, <laughs> then killed off. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then cancerified. Um, I'm trying to think of an underrated because I'm not. I guess this is like of all time, or is it in the modern era, or whatever, whatever you decide. I'm gonna try to. Well, I can't really do. I can't properly look it up. You know, I find the name. Ow. If I if I think of an underrated one, I'll let you know. Yes. Okay. All right. Moving right along to something you put up. You something you found out. Uh, Before we do that, can we do a little, a little in memoriam? Okay. I I sent this to you. I don't know if you ever watched the show. I I specifically remember staying up late watching this show on the USA Network back. 20 whatever years ago. Did you ever watch Duckman? Did not look familiar to me, to be honest with you. It was Adult Swim before that was a thing. You know, it was like yeah. PG-13 adult-oriented humor. Uh, it was on, you know, like past the primetime slots, like, like I said, on USA Network. So, I'm 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 using this as, as an example. I don't think it was necessarily on like uh, on Monday nights, but like Monday Night Raw gets over at ten central right. God's uh, time zone. We all know that. And then there might be like an hour of other programming, like a Burn Notice or Psych, you know, whatever show was on. But then like that eleven o'clock slot usually was reserved for Duckman, and I think there was a show. In that similar vein, um, maybe the critic, I don't know, something like that. But Everett Peck, who created and animated or, or created Duckman, and I guess he did a lot of other animation stuff, uh, passed away this week at the age of 71. Oh, man. So, look and yeah, see no, what I other. Uh, let's see. So, apparently, Duckman started as a comic, as most good things do. Absolutely. Uh, he was also known for his work in the field of animation. Stop that. Stop that pop up. Oh, commercial playing. Could you hear it? Probably not. No, no. Okay. Um, the character design on the real Ghostbusters and Extreme Ghostbusters. Uh, okay, so uh, Duckman ran. Gosh, I didn't think it was this long ago. Uh, 1994 to 97 and had wow. three primetime Emmy nominations. Uh, okay, so he also worked in on The Critic, Dragon Tales, Men in Black, the series, Godzilla, the series, the Jumanji cartoon, Rugrats, the short-lived Squirrel Boy. Uh, and yeah, it was a one-shot. Dark, Duckman was a one-shot published by Dark Horse uh, way back in the day before ever making it on a TV. So... That's just a little bit about oh. Everett uh, Everett Peck. Sorry. Well, hopefully his family's doing okay now. I mean, yeah, probably as good as they can be. That's a weird thing to say. Weirdo. All right. Yeah. So anyway, t- take take us to a, a happy place. All right. Uh, this is something you put out. 
they are doing a live action Hercules movie. I said, take us to a happy place, Mike. (laughs) This is the Hercules. And Guy Ritchie is set to direct it. Now, it's not surprising that they're doing a live action Disney version of Hercules. Did you ever watch that live Aladdin? No. And I, you know what? I think I started it and then they had singing and I was like, nope, don't need this. And I turned it off. But you watched the old one, the animated one, right? Yeah, but I was young and I didn't realize I didn't know any better. That music rocks? No. no. Well, yes, music rocks. Musicals do not, which we'll talk about later. Um, I, I Have you ever watched the Disney version of Hercules? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I have, honestly, and I don't remember. Um, I, I, I probably check it out on Disney Plus. It's got to be on there. Obviously, it's Disney. But yeah, Guy Ritchie directing. So maybe it'll be uh, okay. I guess I don't know who they're going to get to play Hercules. I don't know if you muted yourself or if I did accidentally. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good because whatever you were doing, nobody needed to. I will. So. Let's 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 back up just a little bit. This is important. <laughs> the Lion King, the yes. soundtrack largely made by. You remember? Yes. Remember that Grammy Award winner, Jimmy. Numerous times over, Elton. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Elton. Jimmy Elton John. James Elton. Yeah. yeah. They tried something based on that success in in the next couple of years. By having like one main pop figure doing the soundtrack for a lot of these other other movies. A couple of years right. after Hercules came out, it was Tarzan. Do you remember who yes. who would be in their heart? Yes, and this is what surprised Mr. A lot Phil of people. Collins. Axel Rose. No, Phil yeah. Collins. Axel Rose actually. Now, the I don't know if this was across the board and certainly not in the movie itself, but like the the closing credits, the soundtrack version or whatever. They had a famous singer for this Hercules song, Go the Distance. Do you know who that was? Yes, that was Post Malone. That was Post Malone. I don't even think he was alive in the 90s. That's Greg. That's the joke. Oh, okay. Oh, got to work on our jokes. I have, to, I have both, both me and Chad Smart have to explain jokes to you, Greg. <laughs> uh, Michael Bolton. Yes. Who recently got a little more. I don't know, street cred for his, some of his work with Lonely Island. That's right. <laughs> that, that type of stuff. Add, yeah. add, add Andy, Andy Sandberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andy Sandberg, um, Akiva, Yorm, sure. I think. Sure. Yep. So, anyway, um, Michael Bolton did some of the work on Hercules, including Go the Distance. So, 
what you're saying is he might play Hercules. No, that's interesting not take. Interesting I, I, take, I, I Greg. Do, I do hey. think it's funny that that when it was announced, people are like, because if you remember the movie, uh, which you may or may not, because you said you're not entirely sure you saw it, but right. the little satyr figure, the little trainer, the yeah, yeah. the the Mick to Hercules's uh, Rocky was voiced by Danny DeVito. Oh, and, that's right. Yes. And everybody's saying like Danny DeVito comes back or we riot or, you know, no Danny DeVito, no, no money. I'm, I'm like, you realize that Danny DeVito is 103 years old right now, right? Like he's yeah. not going to be like bouncing around there like a youthful satyr. Like you can get away in animation. True. And I nobody, wanna... nobody wants to because Phil the satyr, uh, mm-hmm. Phil at TDs, I believe is, was his full name. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was full Seder, which meant fully topless. And I don't think anybody in oh. the viewing public deserves to see Danny DeVito without a shirt on. Uh, you haven't seen that many episodes of It's Always Sunny, have you? No. Yeah. I, I stopped after like four or five. Yeah. That's you. Uh, you, you get to see some of big old Danny, Danny D. You get to see Danny's D. What? I do not want to watch that. You you get to see some things from old old Danny boy. You know I watched Mythic Quest and that was fine. Yeah, Mythic Quest is awesome. Uh, Yeah, I think I did get rid of Apple Apple TV. But once Mythic Quest season three comes back, (laughs) then I'll 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 get it. And Lasso Ted Lasso is coming back for only one more season. What well, that's per- that's perfect, actually. So you know, so you just yeah. wait, get it all at once in that one yep. month, one month of exactly. Years. Yep. So, so Hercules, right. Guy Ritchie, uh, probably have some music, and it is what it is. Mike won't watch it. Yep. yep. Nope. Um, they they gotta make like a musicless version, then I'd watch it. You know, they did that for Mulan. Don't know if you perfect. ever saw the Mulan rem- like the live action no. version. Not yet. But now, now that, that you know, there's no music, music in there. Yep. Check it out. Perfect. Um, speaking of cartoons, well, animated features, I guess. Uh, Arcane has, uh, which is a show we both basically watched, has a, apparently a ton of, was it Emmy or Grammy? Emmy nominations? They're hoping to, yeah. They're. I thought it already did. But maybe you're right. Maybe they're just hoping to, to have them. Um, the uh, oh, oh, Annie Awards, Annie then. Awards, yeah, yep, which is a little bit different, slightly, yes, mostly because I don't know what the Annie Awards are. Is it like that? Is it the uh, uh awards given out by orphans because they're orphan Annies? It, yeah, exactly, that's huh, what it is, perfect. yeah, all right, so. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure. I hope it wins all the Annie Awards because yeah. all, all the classic Annie Awards that everybody knows about. I don't, we could sit here, Greg, all day and talk about the Annie Awards, but you know, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't have that kind of time. This isn't the 14 hour podcast. Hey, we have to move on. We couldn't even do it. You know how hard it would be to do a 14 hour podcast now, now that Zoom is like cutting us off at 40 minutes. <laughs> every, every 40 minutes, you have to restart. Oh, oh, I gotta, I'm gonna take this quick time out for a bathroom break. We'll be back, everybody. We're sorry. 
Speaking of, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Speaking of the 14 hour podcast, I did uh, talk to somebody recently about a podcast that might be making a resurgence. That's all I'll say on here. Okay. You'll have to tell uh, me about that later. What's what's next, Mike? Last, uh, last topic. Is it though? Uh, what, what do you have something? I found one that we, we, uh, overlooked last couple weeks now. Okay. Mike, do you remember the 1990s? Sure do. Did you play any video games in the 90s, Mike? Mm, I played some, yeah. Did you play any on the computer? Mm, Yes. Did you play any that would be first-person shooters? Mm, 90s, yes. Did you play any by the name of Duke Nukem? Mm, That's right. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, what is they have a TV series? It's a movie coming, a feature no, film. No, now, okay, here's the thing I swear we've talked about this when I like years ago, and I don't know if we actually did, if it was even longer than that. Like, maybe we didn't go. I've heard about a Duke Nukem uh movie, I it feels like for 10 years now. I feel like so. I have two, two. Thoughts that, that come to mind. I'll use the the chronologically speaking first one first. In the early 90s, when I was still living in Fairview Heights, friend of mine, uh, you, you know, kid in the neighborhood, he, we were out shooting hoops in, in my driveway uh, when I still knew how to shoot hoops. Uh, and he was telling me, he's like, yeah, they're going to make this X-Men movie. It's going to be like live action. I was like, I don't know how they're going to do that because like, how do you do Cyclops's optic blasts and right, right. I'm being a dumb ten year old kid, and he's like, "Computer graphics." I was like, "Okay, whatever you say." And we didn't get one for like eight years, right? Two thousand, right. two thousand one, something like that. So that's one. So I understand that the the they call it uh was it pre production hell or something like that, right? Yeah. In, in Hollywood, the other thought that comes to mind in in your world of I could have sworn we talked about this. There are a lot of conversations my wife and I have, a lot of situations that go one way in my brain when I'm sleeping. And then when I wake up and I try to, you know, like take the next step. Right. Right. You know, and she's like, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I was like, in my mind, three minutes ago, you were walking in here in a bathrobe. And now I apologize for waking you up. <laughs> so understandable. Uh, I think I think this one's your brain playing tricks on you, man. That could be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but it's uh, I guess the creators of Cobra Kai are uh, working on it, creating it. Yes. So they, you know, they they were able to make four seasons, five seasons of yeah five seasons of 80s nostalgia so maybe they can make a movie 90s nostalgia all right so i'm going to discredit myself and lend some credence to you okay this is from geeky no i'm sorry geektyrant.com this article that i shared with you about it hollywood has been trying to get a duke nuka movie off the ground for years 
One of the most recent attempts came four years ago from producers Andrew Foreman, Brad Fuller, and John Cena was attached to that. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. I, like I said, I if you would have told me it was 15 years ago, I would have believed you. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can still see John Cena in it. I mean, he's old, but he's not old looking. I mean, you got to think too, Duke himself is kind of like a like a grizzled old yeah. kind of ass kicker you know yeah um, now i if i remember correctly duke nukem has like bright blonde hair doesn't he or my yeah remember. um but it's like a buzz cut yeah buzz cut. but i want to see john cena with that hair though oh if, if john cena is doing it he has to have that, that bright blonde buzz cut hair and this movie cannot be anything but a rated r Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that was that's one thing I remember being like playing it. Yeah. And there, there might have been some places you could go into, or some ladies were dancing, and you, you saw some the, things the, that ex- excited young Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and now, I, I, go ahead, good. No, you first. I was gonna say now, if you probably watch it, it's probably not like sexy at all. It's just like pixelated movements. But at the time, I was like, eh, that's all it takes. I don't know. But when we're done here, I'm going to find it on YouTube and send it to you. Like, is this okay. what is this what 14 year old Mike remembers? Yeah. Yeah. I remember two things. Well, one of the reasons I loved the Duke Nukem video game, which the one that I played was Duke Nukem 3D. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is the one that we're obviously talking about primarily is I, I had the game and a buddy of mine like this is very early internet but he told me like the codes is the only reason i ever beat the game was because you could do the unlimited ammo and the Mm -hmm. like what we call god mode or or invulnerability so like you can get shot you you never run out of ammo. it was it was the best like (laughs) yeah if every video game was like that i'd be playing video games a lot but i got (laughs) i I was never really good i needed the cheat codes Greg, by the way, speaking of video games, I meant to bring this up. I think last podcast or podcast before, at some point in time, we talked about God of War. Yeah. Right. I have God of War now because Ooh, I have one? the uh, first one, I guess. I'm not Ooh, sure. Okay. I'm not really sure. It just says God of War. Um, because at on PlayStation, if you're like a PlayStation Plus member or whatever, like every month there's free games out there and some of them are like, eh, they're right. whatever game, but some of them are actually pretty good and you get to keep them until you get rid of your membership. Oh, um, and I, it's like 60 bucks a year or something like that. And that's honestly, five bucks think, a month. Exactly. It was after, I think it was after the podcast we did. Um, I looked on there and God of War was on there. It's like downloaded for free and everything. So I downloaded it. Problem is, I'm not too good at it, <laughs> and I uh, I'm basically like stuck at a part where literally like the first like big boss I have to kill, and I just oh can't kill. Him. So, but let, I could just even the, the few moments that I played the game, I could see why people like it. Let me tell you what I did kind of a lot mm-hmm. when I was playing campaign video games like that. You can go into Google. And you can type God of War walkthrough and it will yeah. walk you through how to beat the game. Yeah. Again, I I'm, do, not, I used to, I'm not good at video games, Mike. Yeah. But I'm yeah. good at 
cheating in video games. Yeah. With the exception of NHL 21, which breaks my heart that I, I boxed up my PlayStation 4 a couple weeks ago. Because the remote stopped working. Yep. And I couldn't it, find a new yeah. PS4. Like the one when I went right before Christmas, when I went to try to get a PS4 remote from a GameStop, the gal was like, Yeah, I don't know about that PS4 remote, but uh you should look at the PS5. And I'm like, I don't really get a PS5 <laughs> for the one video game that I want to play. I'm sure you can get if you want it, you can get a PS4. You're talking about the controller, right? Right, 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 right. Okay. I'm sure you can get a PS4 controller at Walmart. I have really two. Want. Yeah. I'd like to get rid of both of them and acquire a, a new one, but then well, I have to they... find a new place to get my PlayStation put put it on our new shelving system. So yeah. Do do but do the controllers work? No. So how how are you going to get rid of them? Just throw them away if they don't work. I mean, so maybe somebody can make it work. I don't know. Hopefully you tell the people like, hey, this doesn't work. Well, they're in, in the box with the system right now. Okay. Okay. Like I'm not, um, I'm not trying to do anything shady. Right. Like, if somebody <laughs> wants to take them off my hands and try to fix them, I'll take a couple right. bucks for them. If they want to try to fix and flip them, that's fine. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. But I what the situation on both the first the OG remote and the one that I bought a few years ago to replace the OG remote, I think it's just too many times being dropped off of something or dropped by a child. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so if even if I'm using it to try to stream content, you know, Netflix or something Mm -hmm. like that, it's like in perpetual fast forward or the bar just yep goes. And then when I was trying to play hockey. That wasn't happening, but I couldn't. The one button that I could use for my wrist shot no longer worked. I I, have, I was I was yeah. dynamite with the wrister, Mikey. I was dynamite. I believe it. I have so every once in a while I have a somewhat of a similar problem with one of my PS4 room, uh, controllers, where it's I want to say the left or right joystick. It it just kind of yeah, it just doesn't work right. And it's fun. Whenever that happens, I have another one. So I just switched to that. But it's funny because I was playing because I like to play the UFC game on there, you know, fighting. And so when you pull back on that joystick, the guy or girl leans back, right? Mm -hmm. That's like to, to, to dodge. Well, one time I went to play a match and the guy literally looked like he was about to break his back because it was almost like I kept flicking it and the guy kept moving <laughs> back and back and back. And, back. <laughs> and I was like, oh God. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll never forget the, when I knew my first one was going out, I was playing one of the Uncharted games and I was in a place where you it requires stealth. Uh-huh, yeah. And like you, you had to drop down through the high tall grass and, and like, you know, go slow and my guy just didn't want to do that. He just he wouldn't stay down and he's just firing his gun randomly. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to, I think I had to go back to like a previous stage after I got the new remote or new controller, go back to a right. previous stage because I, every time it tried to save, I was out of ammo. It's <laughs> so not like, this is not going to work in my favor. So it is. And just funny thinking about like, you know, everyone's like, okay, now stay down. We got to be quiet. All right. <laughs> and then you hear the guy just go, ah! it's that Leroy Jenkins moment. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All so right. Maybe, last, maybe at the next house, I'll, uh, I'll be able to get these back out. And <laughs> last, last thing. 
Joker, two. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ms. Marvel, episode two, or The Boys, episode five, or Obi-Wan, episode five. No, because we can, I mean, first of all, you know, it's getting late on time. Uh, second, I, I kind of want to save those for once it's end, we can do an episode on The Boys. We can do an episode on Obi-Wan. We can do an episode on Ms. Marvel. More content. Uh, but that yeah, was so my Joker. Inaudible thumbs up. Yes, uh, Joker. Uh, the, Todd Phillips is is writing and directing again. They have a, uh, t- uh, as far as I know, they have a, a title for it now, which is Joker. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Folia do or Folia do, which is not only the album of Fall Out Boy, uh, but also it apparently means like when two people in the same family have the same like psychosis something like that that's what i heard uh joker folia idea a medical term for an identical or similar mental disorder that affects two or more individuals usually members of the same family okay yes yes yes. so there's a lot of like theories of what this is going to be whether i i've heard theories like well maybe it's batman and joker because batman might have a mental you know some psychosis along with him i mean you know he dresses up and fights crime could be harley quinn somebody was guessing and i don't think this is, is true at all but they're going to have maybe two jokers like they're gonna have the barry keegan joker and you know the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I don't think that's going to be true. No. But here's the thing that um, I'm curious about your opinion on. The rumor is, and I don't take it with a grain of salt. I don't, but I heard it and saw it in a lot of different articles that they are going to try to make this, or they're thinking about making this a musical. Well. According to, again, HollywoodReporter.com, Lady Gaga is in early talks to star opposite Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker 2 movie. Uh, again, well, I I don't want to bring up a lot of bad history, but a couple of years ago, you know, we both sat and watched Joker. And no, you didn't. You never watched no. it. Oh, OK, I did. No. I own you it. Won. Yeah. I own it through Amazon laziness. Uh, I watched it and and it it confirmed my I don't know if suspicions but my concerns perhaps about you know like bringing sympathy to someone who kind of doesn't deserve it. Yeah, villain. Right. No, no I don't don't need sympathy for the villain, and that's exactly what it set up. So. Look, I, I I didn't think we needed a Joker movie. A Joker movie without Batman is like a Batman movie without a villain. And that is just like Batman patrolling the uh the the you know the rooftops of Gotham like it's a quiet night, Alfred. I guess well, I'll un- call it an early un- Unfortunately though. And I don't I can't have an opinion on it because I haven't seen it yet. I, but I, I know you didn't like it. Um, it is probably one of the most successful comic book movies out there. 
now. Right. Because it was low budget and big, uh-huh. yeah. big box office, you know, and yep. I don't I, I I don't take that away from it. Um, OK, let's get back to your question. The notion that it might be a musical. I don't know how you ground that in any like I like look from I don't know like Mary Poppins to to I think of any musical uh, Wizard of Oz you know any musical in the history of Hollywood there's nothing rooted in in reality in any of right, that. Yeah. so I don't know how you I don't know how you ground this musical concept because it's always people breaking out into dance uh, spontaneously and everybody hearing the, the, the symphony player, the orchestra playing and, and there's nothing like Joker was a violent, dark, gritty movie. And I just don't know how you do a complete 180. From that, and, and maybe you don't have to. Maybe you keep some of the tone and and the the theme or the thematic tone is more. It's it's less uh, Rent, which I've never seen, and more like uh, uh, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, which was a uh, right. uh, 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 Johnny Depp, Helena Bonham Carter. It was the Tim Burton musical, but I don't. I, I just don't see how how they pull it off, and and to that point, how do you even introduce a potential Harley Quinn, which is I'm guessing what Lady Gaga would be wanting to sign on for, yeah. If Joker's never captured because they meet in Arkham, and Batman puts him in Arkham, so now are you flashing forward twenty years in the past to where that kid is? Batman like so much of this just seems well they don't have to follow the comic books you know that right they can Mike Mike they they can they can have they can have first of all they can have Joker get captured uh doesn't have to be by Batman um and they can gonna do yeah they, they can still uh have um you know Harley Quinn you know study him or whatever you know whatever she does work with him so they they could do it. I I mean it's one of those like is the studio going to allow them to do a musical? I would say possibly yes because of how, how successful the first one was. And and they just they might just go like, "Hey dude, whatever you want to do." You know. Um that's a pretty pretty sizable ROI from from oh, yeah. one, you know. Did you ever see speaking of musical does did you ever see um West Side Story, the Spielberg, like the new Spielberg. No, one? no, the old the one. OG, old yeah, I, I yeah. mean, gosh, I was probably like seven, but yeah, right, right, okay. But so this, I'll try to do this quick before we run out of time. Uh, I watched a video recently where it was like interspersed with like the like a fight, quote unquote, fight scene with uh, West Side Story. And there's a guy, he's like, oh, my God, hey, we got to get out of here. It's the Jets coming. And then you see these guys, like, dancing. <laughs> and the other guy's like, wait, no, I, I think we're fine. But they don't seem tough. 
And then he's like, oh, great. The sharks are here now, too. God, this is going to get crazy. Come on. We, we really have to go. And then you see this, you know, the guys dancing again. And then their fight is like literally them like running at each other and lifting each other up and like yeah. falling to the ground. And <laughs> it was just so it's funny. It's the WWE. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's where All Vince right. McMahon got it. That's, I think so. I think you're right. Uh, so we're both in agreement. Uh, musicals are horrible and we're never going to watch them. All right, Greg. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. That's not entirely accurate. I, however, did say that I just don't know how you do it here. But Todd Phillips seems to do pretty well for himself. I doubt he's asking for my opinion. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, all right. Got anything else? Oh, good. I could hear it. Good, good. <laughs> um, I, I like how right. to, to be able to hear it, you put your ear by the microphone. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how you hear it. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, I think that is it. Uh, enough shenanigans for one night. Uh, Mike, I appreciate you. I don't know if I say it often enough, but I do. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, new business cards are, uh, are headed your direction, folks, especially... If you are an purveyor of nerdums, yeah, I, I was gonna say a uh, supporter. That's not the word I was looking for, but we'll go with of Twilight Comics, Swansea, okay. Illinois. We'll get those there. Um, haven't done a giveaway in a while. I still got a lot of stuff to give away. So if you want some stuff. If you want some nerdy stuff from Nerds United Prize Vault, send me an email. Nerds yeah. United Podcast. No. Nerd, nerd, yeah, Nerds United Podcast at gmail.com. I don't check it very often because I don't get any emails. I was just going to ask you, how, how often do you check it? I, like, are you going to check it now? And it's going to be like 500 messages? No, I, I get notifications. Oh, okay. okay. If, if I get an email there, I just don't ever get an email there. Okay. So it's tough to remember. So if you want something from the Nerd United Prize, well, just send me an email. I'll ship it to you. I don't, I'll, I'll even eat the shipping. I don't care. Uh, because if you've been around this long as a loyal uh, listener of Nerd United, you deserve something for your troubles. That's and true. I would like to give you some of my stuff. Not really my stuff. It's the show stuff. I'm not giving yeah. away like, you know, my, my Zumba. Fam. Not Zumba, Roomba. <laughs> Or ooh, Zumba and Aruma combined. That's gonna be interesting. Uh I, I don't do the Zumba. I do have a Roomba. All right. That's all I know. That is it. Thank you, the listener. Uh again, nerd united podcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week here on Nerd United. For the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahachko. Reminding you each and every week, simply be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.